This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. My talkers, we are hanging out with Lori and Julia on this fall hump, hump, hump day. And at this time of the day, we're going to get into some of this stuff, you guys. Oh, oh my gosh. Oh, I don't know if you know this, 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 this story yet. <laughs> I don't know that I know it either. Oh my gosh. It made me, I know, let's, I want full attention right, from fine. you, Missy. You've got because, it. You've got it. Because, um, uh, this this whole crown thing uh, for season five is been fascinating to me because Prince Charles, now known as King Charles, he's basically been screaming about the crown since last year's season four, which is the first year that we see Princess Diana. That, yes, and yeah. that we see how shabbily he treated her, whereas notice he didn't he didn't make a squeak about season one, two, or three, mm-hmm. where he was young and beautiful, and you saw you know how he was ra- I mean, all of this stuff, the thing that i I don't get with old uh, Kim Charles uh, right now is that he's so upset about the crown. He's being completely bonkers about it. To the point that when you really think about who's heading up his PR strategy, it's a former editor at the Daily Mail. Wah, wah. Okay. Okay, that is never a good idea to have somebody from the inside thinking they're going to have the monarchy's best interests. I can't help but think Queen Elizabeth wouldn't have approved of someone from her grandson successfully sued. Uh, by the way, they also taped you, Prince Charles, uh, right, when right. you had a private conversation with Camilla. So it's odd, right? Mm-hmm. And he's, it's so, it's been so unhinged since last year with different royal experts coming out and reminding the public this is not a documentary. This is a, we know all of this fictional stuff and we know all the real stuff because we all have eyes and ears. And if you're a certain age, You've you seen the interviews. You've seen it. You've lived through this it. This is all stuff that Charles and mm-hmm. Diana did, are going to be doing in season five. So, it was very, very messy. Very messy. Yep. So they are giving um, Peter Morgan, who created The Crown, dates Jillian, uh, what's her yes. name? Who played yes. Mrs. Thatcher. Yes. Um, anyway, and, and Dominic what West. What the hell's her last name? Jillian. Well, don't get sidetracked. Right. But they all got interviewed because tomorrow the crown, the full trailer, is going to be released. Yesterday we got the posters. Okay. and Anderson. Yeah, thank you. And uh, yesterday we got uh, um, the poster, but today we're getting this interview with everybody involved. And I thought that you would be very interested in the fact that The Crown Season 5 filmed the tampon phone call. (laughs) Because it was 
a matter of public record. It was all easily said and done. And and Charles' appearance in the documentary was part of this campaign by the Prince of Wales to rehabilitate his image after the embarrassment of 1993's Camilla Gate, in which media outlets, including the Daily Mail, which was now heading up this whole, doesn't make sense, uh, made public an intimate phone conversation between Charles and Camilla that had taken place years earlier and was recorded by an amateur radio enthusiast. At one point during the exchange, the heir to the British throne told his lover he wanted to live inside her trousers. When Camilla asked if he was being reincarnated as a pair of knickers, Charles responded it would be just his luck to instead return as a tampon. (laughs) And Dominic said it was fascinating to revisit the controversy Mm -hmm. and reenact the call. He said, I remember thinking it was something so sordid and deeply, deeply embarrassing at the time. Deeply embarrassing. Deeply embarrassing. Looking back on it and having to play it, what you're conscious of is that the blame was not with these two people, two lovers who were having a private conversation. What's really clear now is how invasive and disgusting the British press press attention to it that they printed it out verbatim and you could call a number and listen to the actual tapes oh that's horrible how invasive he said I think it made me extremely sympathetic towards the two of them and what they'd gone through right then okay so again Prince Charles has a guy from a former editor of the Daily Mail handling his response and they just keep crying out about how this is all they're you know they're taking dramatic license and that's this and that and they're being very very bonkers about like how bad this is for the monarchy so here's what peter morgan the creator said which i think is really interesting he said i think we must all accept that the 1990s was a difficult year for the royal family we already know it charles will almost certainly have some painful memories of that time And then he said, but that doesn't mean with the benefit of hindsight, history will be unkind to him or the monarchy. The show certainly isn't. I have enormous sympathy for a man in his position. Indeed, a family in their position. People are more understanding and compassionate than we expect sometimes. It's almost like he's giving PR advice to King Charles. Mm -hmm. Don't just, Just it was a difficult thing. It was a difficult time and that's the end of it. But they, between Clarence House and Buckingham Palace and Royal Experts, they are gunning so hard for the crown season five. It's almost like they're giving up and Peter Morgan is right. People will look at it with the lens of hindsight now. Right. And you how know? he didn't get to pick, he didn't get to marry the woman he loved, how he was forced to marry a virgin. Oh, and we're how, also going to see that, right. that maybe slinking around uh that everyone knew between Prince Philip and uh Penny Natchbull, which I always want to call her Thatchbull, but it's Natchbull. And um, and then Elizabeth DeBecky talked about how all anyone wanted to ask her when she first got cast, are you going to get to wear the revenge dress? Mm-hmm. Because women of a certain age, or if you have a fascination with Princess Diana, we know what the revenge dress is. 
Tell everyone what it is, Lori. Well, I mean, it's that black dress she, where the choker yeah, with when it. When she danced and, with John Travolta, uh, when was, she came over to the White House, I don't was it think that it one? was that. I think she went to the Met Gala, I want to say. Oh, but but it anyway, it was the- openly sexy, and she was no longer Her Royal Highness, or, you know, yes. she didn't have that, so she could wear whatever the hell she wanted. I think she even wore Here, nylons Here's with the it. thing, though, Lori. But those are like the, okay, so, you know. So it's kind of like. You know how um, the National Enquirer here by Mr. Pecker. Yeah, David Pecker. Got taken down. Yeah. Um, the publication of the Daily Mail has a TV show, has a U.S. Mm-hmm. edition, has editions around the world, mm-hmm. everything. Every other article is about Meghan and Harry, William and Kate, yeah. the Charles and Camilla, Camilla, the Queen concert, doing this meeting, Dupa or Dia Lupa or whatever her name is. Dua Lipa. Dua Lipa. Dua Lipa and yeah. then Megan and Harry seeing the crown the um Netflix portrayal they of their documentary. They don't need to spend any money on promotion because But the, I'm saying this publication, every other story is digging at one of these people. I would go I, I'm Prince Harry and I'm mm-hmm. looking at my dad and William pointing this out just like you did. Why does the Daily Mail still get to be part mm-hmm. of the Royal Rhoda? Dad, why did you hire a yep. former senior executive editor to be in charge of public relations for us? Mm-hmm. It's coming from a place of panic. Mm-hmm. So Netflix doesn't have to spend any money. No, no. there are so many people who are like, "Oh, it's, I'm going to watch this crown." But I would be. They've had millions of dollars yep. in free publicity, courtesy of King Charles and his. Uh, you know, when does it come out? November 5th? November ninth. November ninth. Yeah, all right. They've had to spend nothing, nothing. Yeah, and they're just saying nothing, but it's all coming out of the palace. There was a Tory elder, John Majors, who's going to be played by uh, Johnny Miller, Angelina's ex. Mm-hmm. He came out and condemned season five, and why are they rehashing all of this? And everything they're rehashing is all already it's history, public record it's history. history. Yeah. So it's. Um, I think it's the timing because the queen has died and now Charles is going to be. I think yeah. there's a lot with the timing no, too, Lori. No, no. I think I think it's some people getting some bad advice. Well, I think I Prince Charles, but he's is on bad he's advice. on high alert. His mom had everyone loved his mom. And oh yeah, he's known this. He's had fifty years to get used to the idea that no one was in a hurry for him. To I'm get just to saying. The crown. I think he wishes the Crown season five came out last year. But if he would just be dignified, keep calm, and carry on like his mother would do, this would all just be over. Oh my God, look at the time. We all are right, done. Goodbye. We have got to go. Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. Okay, so this Thursday starts MEA in Minnesota, where kids don't have school. And get to the airport and early. Get some, to the airport. And some schools are doing it on Wednesday. Yeah. Some nice. have Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Friday. and Monday. Oh, what joy for families. Monday. Um, listen, so the Mall of America is helping you out. And that girl, Lay. Lele... Um, which is a TV show, Lori. Yeah. And it's. Um, say, are they offering free babysitting? What's no. Going on? <laughs> it's. She, Lele is. in town? Lele is going to be performing and having a meet and greet at the Mall of America on Thursday at 1 o'clock. Oh. You need. They're going to distribute wristbands. wristbands. This is going to be a big get for people. Yeah. So I just want you to know about it and get ahead of it. Nickelodeon is having a boo universe. Like boo, like oh, scary. Uh-huh. They're going to have scary stuff. They're going to have a rad zoo. They're going to be reptiles and amphibians 
and things, hands-on stuff Friday. And so there's stuff at the Mall of America yeah. for kids, for families to do if you want to, you know, do something fun over the weekend. Yeah. Okay, so, and also just another parent thing. Um, this is something you and I struggle with from time to time. Children as young as six years old are suffering from dry eye disease mm. due to too much screen time. So mm. this happens when your tear ducts cannot adequately lubricate your eyes. That's right. And it's something that usually happens to older adults. That's right. (laughs) Experts are warning that children watching screen times, the phones, the iPads, for too long can suffer from this. And it's important to get treatment, you guys, because it can cause lasting damage to tear duct producing glands. Oh, yeah. And if it's untreated. So just monitor that. I know it's hard. I know it's hard because everything is in front of a screen. You can't find a printer anywhere, as we learned from everybody. Everything's you, you on the screen. you got to get all your little ones, I I guess, um, wearing their little, little glasses, blue glasses. Little blue glasses. Little blue glasses. They are the thing. Um, and, um, all right. All right, here we go. You gave me this thing, Lori, that the Anime Wong Quarter is... Um, the what? Anime Wong. 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 Okay. Is the new face of the quarter. Yeah. And here's a little bit about her. And they're, um, you know, new quarters come out all the time and they're expecting to create more than 300 million Wong quarters. She's the first Asian American to be on U.S. currency. And here's here's a little background on her. She was born in 1905 and died in 1961. She is was an American actress and considered to be the first Chinese American Hollywood movie star. And her career spanned a long time. She was on film, television, stage, and radio. She was born here to Chinese-American parents. She became obsessed oh, yes. with film. She um, During the sim- silent film era, she acted um, mm. in The Toll of the Sea. And when she was in the very first films, when they came became in color with Douglas Fairbanks and The Thief of Baghdad. Mm-hmm. She was also a fashion icon in the 20s and 30s and made all the time fashion lists and she was really the first person to embrace the flapper look Ryan in the 20s. Murphy portrayed yes, her he in his Hollywood yes, he did. Um, whatever that show yes. was was yes. it just called Hollywood? It was just with called Dylan? Hollywood and, and it was she, like about our gas station guy, Scotty, yeah. who hooked up all these people but she showed up because she was such a in the center of everything she in, was. Her, in her time. Yep, she was and in 2020, it was uh, Michelle Krusek mm-hmm. who played her mm-hmm. in, you talked about it, Hollywood. Hollywood, and, yeah, I um, like that show. In 2021, the U.S. Mint chose her to be the first Asian American. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. 
Download the new Bumble now. Woman depicted on U.S. currency. She's also going to be portrayed in the upcoming period drama Babylon, which oh, is coming out soon. That's right, because that is that all like 1930s Hollywood? I have no idea this I think the it's year, late 20s, but 30s. Gemma Chan is going to portray her oh, in this wow. film. From and Crazy Rich Asians. Yes. So she really, she <gasps> was, something. she really was, you know, typecast. Mm-hmm. And um, she dealt with miscegenation. 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 Because she really wanted to be in this movie called The Good Earth. But because of the Hayes Code, mm-hmm. you could not kiss or be in a relationship with anyone outside of your race. Yeah, and yeah. so um, that was really a bummer for her. I and mean, she left to go to Europe. During World War II, she devoted her time and money to help the Chinese cause against the Japanese. She made a television show, Lori, The Gallery of Madame Lu Song, the first ever U.S. TV show starting Asian American series. Really? So she's really was a pioneer. Yeah. And um, we're going to learn more about her. And and now we're going to remember when we see Babylon, which takes place in Anime Wong's time period in Hollywood, because the beautiful Gemma Chan is playing her. Yes. Hello. Yes. 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 Love it. All right. So anyway, Anime Wong. Um, and I'm look for that when the next time I get some and quarters. it's it's a it's a close up of her face and her very lovely hand underneath her chin. It's really a great design for yeah. a quarter. I like it. All right, other things that are happening. Um, who let the dogs out? Who? You know, you know the <laughs> band, song. right? Not, you know yeah, the guys. I know. Okay, mm-hmm. so that. Um, the Baja men had been together for 21 years before they released Who Let the Dogs Out in 2000. Oh. 21 years. They formed their band in 1979 in London, and they were called High Voltage and switched to Baja. They were a British band? Yes. Why did I think they were, like, from California or Arizona? I don't Arizona? know. 20, yeah, I had no idea. 21 no. years before Who oh. Let the Dogs Out. I don't know why. I just never knew that that was a British band. Yeah. Where, I didn't, where do you think thongs originated, thong underwear? Um, burlesque? Well, pretty much. In 1939, in New York City, the mayor told strippers they had to wear underwear. Yeah, they had to wear <laughs> just something to cover the yep. the little mound. The yeah. little, little lady mound. Mm-hmm. The lady in the boat. Yeah, there's some places that allow drinks and some that don't because certain things are showed and certain things That's are not. That's right. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Was, All right. Were we just pube splaining right there? Or what was going on? <laughs> mound. mound. Lady mound splaining. Lady mound, pube mound. You know, coming up later in our show, we're giving away a pair of tickets to the opening night of Beauty and the Beast at the Ordway. So be listening later on. Mm-hmm. Meantime, Grant, what? All right, we got to get your hot takes on a couple of trailers. Um, I don't know if you had a chance to watch. The Creed 3 trailer with Michael B. Jordan. I've never watched one Creed, so I didn't even care oh. about watching it. And oh. you loved these. I just haven't. Creed is so good. I know I haven't done the Creeds. Uh, yeah. Well, you know what? If you need something to watch with your man, like you need to make up for like making him watch more of your stuff, you could just say, I'll... I watch, I'll Creed. watch Creed with you and make him real happy. And at the same time, you'll be pleasantly surprised because always remember, just like with Rocky, a little bit of love story. A little bit of love story. And Michael B. Jordan with and his Michael shirt off. And Michael B. Jordan with his shirt off. And, um, but, but they've been really good. Yes, I know. You've they, loved they've them. been really good. And so Michael B. Jordan is 
producing this one. It's a story written in part by Black Panther director Ryan Coogler. Which is right. Co- yeah. So he basically script doctored it. I love it. And uh, Michael B. Jordan directing it. It's his directorial debut and it's third his third acting gig as part of the Rocky and Creed franchise. Jonathan Major, who's new to the film, we I mean Lovecraft Count Country. Was that the name oh, of that? Yeah. Is yeah, yeah. He played Atticus. Yeah. Yeah. He, he was everything in that. And so, anyway, it's, uh, you know, Adonis, which is Michael B. Jordan. Right. He's defending and carrying on the legacy of his former trainer, Rocky Balboa. Know him. Know him. Met him. And father, Apollo Creed, Carl Weathers. Yeah. So that's so, so, mm-hmm. so you know who Adonis is. And then Damien, a friend turned foe. Threatens to take his top spot. When is that coming out? Uh, he comes. He comes uh, back because he's been in prison. Oh, yes. so that's the setup. Yep, yep. It's not until March. March next, of next March. Year. Okay, but it's the first. It's uh, all we've seen was a poster, so it's our first trailer. And you know how you said earlier that uh, rock or the this is written and directed by or written directed by the guy from Black Panther. If you kind of watch the preview of this trailer, which is posted, like you it's said, it's directed by Michael B. Jordan. Michael B. Jordan yeah. directed, but written by the written, gentleman yeah, yeah. who did Black Panther. Mm-hmm. It's a very similar, like the the the, the villain, so called yeah, villain yeah, yeah. in Creed, is yeah. kind of what Michael B. Jordan played in Black oh, Panther. Yes, Think yes, about it; he was yeah. outcast from a friendship, right, okay. outcast from Wakanda, trying to reclaim him, reclaim his throne. Same type thing in this movie. Looks really good. Yeah. Let's and again, Michael B. Jordan, one of these actors we've been fond of because he was on All My Children for one season before then he appeared on Friday Night Lights. Oh, he's so good. You know, he's I mean, he's so been good. acting for he a really long is. time, yep. you know, since he was, he was yep. a teenager. Fantastic Four, he was in that too. Yeah. I mean, he's, yeah, but when he came on to Friday Night Lights for East Dillon with oh. the, uh, with the, as a quarterback, yeah, that what was a young just man. everything. That, that was, was everything. So anyway, you know, but uh, Felicia Rashad and Tessa Thompson. But it's a good series, and I hope that they are able to make because I think, I mean, I don't know if this will be the last one. He's young enough. Look how long Rocky fought. You know, oh, this will go for a while. Yeah, probably. It just Look depends on the box office. Rocky yeah, it's a lot. This is now his franchise. Yeah. I mean, he'll. It is. This, it this, is. Yeah, this will go. So for a while. anyway, and then I got a. Mm, I don't know how Black Adam is doing, but one oh, headline I read just said, good. "Is there nothing that can say the DC?" Thank you. I said that. Did you I did? not? You I did. told you, you guys did. this movie was pumped and pumped and pumped, but I do not trust anything DC touches, and they have said, like you Who said, "Who is DC?" It's it's DC Comics. There's okay, Marvel. DC, okay, the Marvel universe and the, and the DC, DC universe. universe. Okay. I don't know what DC stands for, but there's just like the NFC and the AFC. Yes, got DC it. has been horrible at releasing all of their comics. I read the same article horrible why reviews. is it that marvel is it because because uh, marvel has this this gentleman named keith and i can't remember his first name but he is the head of all, all production vision. the vision and his vision has become what is consistent across all of it and, and each dc movie is different yes right it's a different vision yes, i don't like it I, i'm already Finch, dizzy i, I don't name. care yeah kevin finch yes. my ears i want to pull them out grant sorry there we go. sorry okay, i well, got excited how about that? welcome to the chippendales now this has been if you watch any shoes shows on Hulu, you see ads for this one. You do, and but we haven't. We've just just seen ads, but now we have the uh, full trailer, which is not going to be out until you can watch it with your family. A true crime family <laughs> drama over Thanksgiving, but it is about the 
this crime series about the true life story about the guy who started the Chippendales. It looks and good. would not take no for an it answer looks good. and left a trail of blood destruction. Yeah. It looks good. Really? That, people that are that in looks it. Really Marie Bartlett is in it from yeah. Mary Lotus, mm-hmm. Juliet Lewis. Yep. Um, Nicola Peltz Beckham. She's in it. Really? She's in it. She has her eyebrows. Dan Stevens from Downton Abbey yeah. is in it. And it's created by the guy who get, was one half of the Pam and Tommy. Mm-hmm. So, um, Which none of us finished. Yeah, that, no. that's not a good sign. No, but I mean, you know, it did get nominated. Neil Justin, who is a very hard to please critic, said it was actually very good and very sympathetic to Pam. Yes. And that yeah. our worries were misplaced. We had them big, big time. All right, I have to ask you guys something. Yeah. So, but anyway, both those things are posted. Yes. So the producers of House of the Dragon, mm-hmm. um, which is, you know, HBO. Mm-hmm, can't believe that all of us are lusting after Damien Targaryen. Can you, do you feel like there's a. Which one is Damien th- again? He's Matt Smith. Yeah. He's oh. the Matt Smith character. Well, he's the only one to get, well, Sir Christian Cole, but he's turned out to be such a wuss. You can't really do anything except <laughs> lust after him and then not mm-hmm. like him. So the producer, Sarah Hess, says he's become an internet boyfriend, boyfriend in a way that baffles her. Okay, he was our internet boyfriend on The Crown. I know he was. Yeah. <laughs> I so know. I think I think the one who's going to get a lot of hot talk is the eye patch guy. Oh, the young that, one. The younger brother who seems like the older brother. I mm-hmm. want him to be king. We'll see. Yeah. We'll but anyway, see. he looks so much like his uncle, even though he's missing an eye. But that sexy leather eye patch, I gotta say, is good. <laughs> did you think did you decide you were gonna be Mrs. Pirates of the Caribbean? Oh you know, I did you do a little more work? Oh, Tell no, us if you did no, a little some more work. People tweeted some Great photos question. of they? me dressed up like Peg Bundy. One lady tweeted me. Oh yes, that Peg is like Bundy. perfect with the description of all the clothes you have. Yeah, Get yourself a red yes. yeah. Oh god. That's perfect. It all depends on what wig and what the temperature is going to be. It's I'm an gonna, outdoor event. It's a fly-by-night <laughs> outfit. Okay. And I'm going to make up a name that goes with the outfit that matches the outfit like it's planned, but mm-hmm. it's not. Oh, I love it. Because uh-huh. she once was Martha Stewart. Um, Prison Vixen. Prison Vixen. <laughs> once you were um, Natasha Leek Me Off. Dust Me Off. Dust Me Dust Off. Me off. Uh-huh. <laughs> I like the other one, too, though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that, was that. that one I used in real life. She's, um, she used that character for a while. Yeah, I did. You oh really, and then you want to be J- um, Jolie, who, from Biloxi, Mississippi? Oh, yeah, I don't know. It depends on what wig I wear and what I end up wearing mm-hmm. and all that, you know. You know, I got to <laughs> tell Casey, though, he likes to come up with his costume. I know he does. Is so. that always a separate deal? Yeah, we don't, uh, you know, like one year I was Elvis a go-go and he was kind of a 50s now, guy. We used to have Halloween parties at my talk yeah. brand. And so, really? um, yeah, we have some, we were we've had 50s we ones. Were, we've had some great costumes. We really have had some costumes. One year one I year, went as um, no. Marge Simpson in Playboy, the year she posed in Playboy. <laughs> and she made me be her <laughs> sister, the, the smoker. The chain-smoking <laughs> oh, sister. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. like this. Yes. yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and you were sick, sick that night, and you were I was in the bathroom the entire the time. And real crabby, so it was an easy... <laughs> I was in the bathroom the entire time. Right, but it was time. an easy stretch for you because your voice was all... You know, hacky from throwing up and stuff, and so sick. And then you complained bitterly to everyone who came in the bathroom that I made you be because no one knew what I was, <laughs> and I had the wigs. I had the wigs. 
And I got stuck with and that. And B. Arthur <laughs> dressed up as Kim Zolciak. Don't party for the... Don't be, don't be tardy, tardy for the for party. The party. Yeah. Wow. That was a good year. A good that was fun. Story. Oh, you, Sorry, you had, were sick, though. That's Oh, terrible. no, you have no idea. I've <laughs> always been... The not so hot other one in our duo costumes. Well, you pretty much. You were, no, remember really? the years, Nancy? You were a team player. What? Nancy? Remember were... with the black wig? Oh, oh my gosh! Nancy yeah. from the comic strip, basically. Yeah, yeah, and then no one knew who that was. <laughs> yeah, that dates us. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then CG called me Polly Pig or what? Did Petunia she call? Pig. Petunia Pig. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I've had a lot of great names. Mm-hmm. It's a good thing I have a good son. Self-esteem. Yeah. No, the year when I didn't want, I didn't know what to wear, and I was going to a fun party where everybody dresses up. So I pulled up my gold sequin dress that, like, Anne Margaret would be comfortable wearing. Then I got out my white go-go boots. Mm. Then I got out. I love it that you place it in the category of, you know, a dress that Anne Margaret when she had her figure would feel, feel comfortable wearing, right. you know, in Viva Las Vegas, that yeah. Margaret. Yeah. I'm not talking today's Anne Margaret. Yeah. I'm talking 1956 Anne Margaret. Because we had a lot in common, Anne and I. And then I put on, I you put know, on like a very one blonde does. wig that was like kind of a like a sexy dominatrix, you know, very you platinum. You used to force me. You're like, Julia, it's the best night to flirt. Go oh, out on Halloween. She yeah. used to tell me, you have to go out. It's such a good flirting night. You can be anybody. Well, it is, it Remember, is sage just, and sound advice, oh, Julia. I, I, it's not my day. Yeah. I'd rather hand out candy. Oh, yeah. Well, anyway, then I got my <laughs> Elvis glasses that yeah. I've had for years from Walgreens that are the gold Elvis aviators. With the sideburns. We both have Oh, yes. We bought those years ago. I put those on, and I made a sash, and I was Miss Elvis a go-go. I love it. She was. That was my costume. She was. Beautiful. Yeah. I mean, I didn't know what else to do. I did not Elvis Elvis a a go-go. So I was a sassy blonde with with really nice sideburns. (laughs) Oh, yeah. 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 My favorite Las costume Vegas. at that party was uh, this group of people dressed up as Gilligan's Island, and they really were good. That was a good group yes. costume. One lady called in when you guys were doing this. I think you were talking with Grant Whitaker yesterday yeah. about yes. it, a, a listener, and she's like, here's a great idea. She took second place at this. Um, she goes, get a big bra, get a bunch of spices, and oh. just stick them in your bra, and it's a spice rack. Oh, oh I like <laughs> That's a really fun idea. And, and we have that big bra from your mother here. There we go. That's true. We do. That is funny. Yeah, she took second place. So she called in okay, while that's you guys a funny were talking ad. about this yesterday. I mean, a funny costume. Yeah, yeah. that is good. All right, listen, we got to go. It's time to Hollywood speak. All right. What is the meaning of this? I am going to call it um, Pauline and Alex Jones. The family of George Floyd plans mm-hmm. to file a $250 million lawsuit against uh, Kanye West. Kanye West decided that he's going on yet more shows today. He's on Pierce Morgan, but he went on a, went yep. on the show uh, and this guy, Noor, mm-hmm. Drink Champ show. Noor, yeah. He's apologized. He didn't know that what all the anti-Semitic crap and all the other crap he was saying and uh, George Floyd, but... Uh, Kanye West spouted something about, you know, Candace Owens has a, a documentary out there that is just, um, it's just taking what's true and twisting it to look like a lie. And so he said, you know, uh, you know, to this nor, well, we all know George Floyd died a fentanyl overdose, not a man kneeling on his neck. 
And so I'm going to call that very Alex Jones-like of him because you cannot lie and slander about a... How someone died. A fact. Yes. A truth. Yeah. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson... Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. And this, in the case of George Floyd, it's already criminally proven mm-hmm. what he died of. And people are convicted in jail. So he is going to find out, like Alex Jones, who tried to say that Sandy Hook didn't happen, right. that it was Hollywood actors... Um, Kanye will be writing a, another check, a check, mm-hmm. because they have him right in on a show, mm-hmm. on a radio show, and this Nor guy. I gotta say, uh, I guess he's just going on shows where he can just. He's going on everyone's show where he can he, just where, spout. Where where no one pushes back right. or says, "Hey, wait a second, I, that's not okay." That's not okay. Right. We know that isn't true. Right. I mean, what is with that? And then this Nor guy apologizing out. If I didn't, I didn't know the George Floyd's family would be so mad. And I go, oh, "What about someone's mouthing off yeah. a lie about how someone, someone died? died?" Yeah, please. And, yeah. He's going to find out like Alex yeah. Jones. Yeah. Okay, that's Can't enough. do that. Yep. Mike Lindell's probably going to find this out. I mean, it's just <laughs> the lying when we have eyes, ears, and we know. I mean, you can't just lie. But I guess people think if you lie enough times about something, people will believe you. You know, unfortunately, that is true. Okay, this. Um, so watch what happens live is just taking little buckets of Bravo con. Yes, they are. That they taped over yep. the week so that yep. Andy could have the week off. Yep. And we're seeing them play out in last night's um, uh, uh, panel that we saw for Watch What Happens Live. We found out Teresa Judice, someone asked her, did you sign a prenup? And all the rumor mongering was true because she said, no, we did not sign a prenup. Right. Whoa, whoa. And I looked whoa. at her. Okay, so here is. Oh, that makes me. I just looked at her face. Nauseous. I mean, I. I whatever. We knew this, Lori. We Did knew we this. Know, we we know she's we, very. She's we, not the brightest ball. But we hope that she. <laughs> I know she it. had a lawyer. Her she had a friend. In, a tur- she, go in law school. I mean, she has more money than he, he does. Yep. Yep, she's just this. We knew this, Lauren. Oh, she is a delusional dating toddler who got married. Yes, she is. Without getting enough experience under her belt. No, she is. Yeah, you're right. That's yeah. a she's a delusional dating toddler. I mean, Julia, you know that's a real thing. When I know you, it's a real thing. And, and Teresa was with her guy, that whatever, Joe, since she was like 17. So she did not have a lot of experience when it came to men. So I'm always just, he gives me red flags. And that's why she's not speaking with her brother. It's horrible. He knows something about uh, Louis that is going to wreck Teresa. And he'll be there to pick her up. But he's kind of, he's kind of a mean brother. He's, he's such a, a hothead. He's really a dinky brother. But they're both a dink. You know, because she holds Melissa and Joe up to a level of loyalty that she's incapable yeah, of giving to anybody. 
I don't like those two, but it was interesting because last night she was the first one out of the door, the first one on the stage. I mean, she people still... She's got the closing thing in the football yep. commercial. Yep. The direct I couldn't even TV. Believe that. I couldn't even believe that. It is bad behavior of Epic that Can I got tell you rewarded. Something? I want you to Hollywood speak this because this is what I was thinking last night. I feel like the Bravo liberties are the new movie stars in a way. Everyone's kind of obsessed with these people in a different way, in a different angle, and a different show from all walks of life. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I kind of feel like they, Grant, I know you don't watch. Do you watch Blow Deck or any of the well, stuff? Oh, Blow Bachelor and Perry. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, watch, I get the idea, but I just don't I mean, watch. This yeah. escapism. I'll give you an example. Charlize Theron. So last night, Extra had all of their footage from the L women in Hollywood. And they showed one tiny little slice of, uh, you know, Olivia Wilde calling to arms, you know, the women of Hollywood. But yeah. they also made sure to lay the table about everything the nanny dished yeah. out and you know, the salad dressing and all this kind of stuff, and they played it. And But uh, Charlize Theron stopped to talk to Rachel. I can't think of her last name. She was on The Bachelor. Yes, yes, Rachel yes, yes. Lindsay. Rachel Lindsay. And she's so good. You know, she was a lawyer, and then yes. she's like a full-time correspondent. And Rachel said, oh, I'm so glad to see you. And Charlene was like, I am glad to meet you. I know who you are. I love reality television. Mm-hmm. And she's commented on in seven. Rachel was seemed to be taken aback that Charlie's theorem would know who she is. But we've had Andy always loves to have his A-list actresses on or singers that openly brag about what but big housewives did. fans they are. He really does. Yeah. And, you know, it is enjoyable. It's kind of a reasons. common thing that I think because there's. Only one network really that does this, that everyone kind of shares. You don't. Yeah, I guess so. You mean it's just kind of it's a a universal thing that everybody's kind of in at and a different from one reason or another. Family karma is over here and the Shahs are over there. And there's definitely tier just like Hollywood, D, C, B and A list. I mean, they're kind of the real housewives when they call them Bravo liberties. You know, they really are. Celebrities in a way, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, it is. Uh, but it does. It doesn't really surprise me because um, it's. I just can't. St- the the Teresa Judice, her teeth are so white. It looks like she's wearing a flipper, which she is, probably is which is what you know a lot of people she wear. Is from New Jersey, and she did have seven pounds of hair for her wedding day. Yes, she did. So I wouldn't be and surprised it took her if three- she wore her flippers. To the Bravo and it took her three hours to get it in. And Grant, I was watching the Avalanche on the opening night of football because oh. they got their Stanley Cup and their main guy is out there talking, and he didn't have any teeth in. Yeah, no. they don't yeah. even. They they take them out during the they, game. Jeff yeah. said they don't even wear their teeth. No, yeah, even if it's kind of like a badge of honor. For it kind of is. Days. That's yeah. what he was yeah. saying. I was yeah. like, that guy has no teeth, and he yeah. goes, "Yeah, it's gross." You remember how yesterday I said I wasn't going to root for anybody until the World Series happened? Yes. I have a re- I have a purpose now. What's that? Because it's happened. We have our the teams. Astros. Oh, You're don't re- you dare vote for no. them. No. Over, oh, over the oh, no. New York Yankees? No. No. Yes, no. You can't because you can't. the Astros cheated in 2017 they to beat cheaters. the Yankees to go to the World They're Series. Cheaters. Okay. They deserve right. the Yankees. I am I a big Yankee hater, but I am I'm a going Yankee okay. hater too, but this Yankees. year I'm rooting for the Why Yankees. Why did I make such good friends with my Astro people behind well, me without knowing that? Although my mom told me that she told me several times that they were cheaters. Their fans are great. 
Their yeah. fans are great. The team but cheated. The team cheated, and they got nothing for it because with the year that, that they nice, were supposed with to. With Dusty knowing all about it? Well, Dusty Baker came after the fact, too, because they fired the coach, and okay. they, he came to kind of, like, fix, fix the problem. Fix the team? Because I like Dusty. Yeah, and I love Dusty Baker. And they've been to the NLCS now, or ALCS, six years in a row, which yep. is a record. Okay, so he's doing great, fine. but you cannot root for them. No, you can't. Okay, right. fine. Right Thank you. You've yep. set me straight. See, I got all friendly with the mm-hmm. people I bonded watching now. Nope game for four hours with something that I still am in shock. I told my mom, we'll never forget this. How many that drinks is, did you have? Were you playing poker at the bar, though, or at least doing we, something? We, Andrew the whale was, uh, we were getting beers, and the waitress was comping them to us, but we just had two. Nice. And then but I had a cocktail. But, and, then, <laughs> and then you had and a couple of things. Games. Yeah, I knew <laughs> you would. I'm like, I could never I didn't sit. stay there the I whole can't time. sit for four not. hours and yeah, watch something. No. I would have been flitting around. But my mom was watching it. And, yeah. You know, anyway. Okay. Um, Julia, I don't know what you're going to make of this. Uh, I'm Ram- scared. Ramona Singer. She oh. was on um, uh, a, a radio show and she was asked about, you know, what's happening. There's New New York City, and there's this other show we hear about called Legacy. She said, well, um, I feel like the Legacy show, how could it really be good? So now um, the people they are going to bring back are the people they didn't want to renew anyway. So now what, are you going to call it the loser show, the loser Legacy? Well, she would be one of those people. Why is she dissing herself? Because they haven't even officially decided to do that yet. But why would she even... She doesn't understand. Like, here's a whole new. They've opportunity all been basically demolished. But I mean, she doesn't even say this could be exciting and fun. TBD. This is why we call her the Ramona Stinger. She just speaks <laughs> the, the singer stinger for nothing. That's what her name was. The singer stinger. We'll be right back. It's Lori and Julia. For nine years, a dangerous man terrorized women, breaking into homes and raping his victims before killing a brilliant young scientist in 1998. The more the victims resisted, the more violent he became. Then he suddenly stops, leaving police with a lot of clues and one unknown subject. I'm Paul Wagner. Join me for Unknown Subject, season three of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast series. Search American Nightmare podcast on all podcast platforms today. Okay.